Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 265 Media Football Show. This is episode 49. I'm your host, Ben Size. Hopefully, everybody's having a great Wednesday. I'm so excited to, to, to hear with, with my guest, guest today. His name is Rico. What is going on, Rico? You're, you're actually the first Charger fan on the 265 Media Football Show. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to talking about football today. We're talking about, obviously, the draft, obviously, uh, this past weekend, obviously, the offseason as well. So, Rico, welcome to the 265 Media Football Show. And by the way, Rico, I love to, I love to talk to NFL fans like, like I always do. And shout out to the 265 Media Football Show fans. We love you. So, uh, so, Rico, introduce yourself and uh, to the audience, please. Uh, what's going on, man? Can you hear me pretty well? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. All right. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, my name's Rico. I've been a football fan for as long as I can remember. I think since like middle school, I've been a Chargers fan for just as long. Um, been going through many heartbreaks with this team, many ups, many downs. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm just a big sports fan at heart. Uh, football is like one of those sports that you just kind of love to get a chance to watch every day, day in and day out. Um, I do uh, some stuff with uh, other sports in terms of, uh, you know, just sports as a whole. I do uh, a, a weekly space with uh, the sports affiliation on Twitter. That's typically on Monday nights. I do that. You know, we're talking Lakers, basketball, just NBA playoffs, all that stuff. And then I'm um, trying to get more into content creation and things of that nature. But otherwise, I'm just uh, I'm happy to be here and I appreciate you having me on, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Rico. Appreciate it. Uh, by the way, I'm a Laker fan as well. So there you go. There you go. Anyways. Um, hey. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go Lake show. Um, so, Rico, how did you become a Charger fan, by the way? Um, just kind of going back to, I guess, when I was in middle school, once my mom and my stepdad were kind of like dating at that point in time. I was originally like a Jaguars fan for a bit because I lived in Jacksonville for a, a short amount of time when I was a kid. Not too long. I actually went to go see a, um, a jazz game when I was little. I think they were playing the Packers at some point in time. But like I said, it was back way back when, so I didn't remember much. But you fast forward a few years. Um, I said that ended up getting me like a, uh, a Ladanian Tomlinson jersey, which I still have in my closet today, which I'm very happy about. And um, I just kind of fell in love with that and just kind of getting into that Chargers team and watching LT do what he did. And from then on, it's been pretty much smooth sailing since then in terms of my fandom of being a Chargers fan. Uh, I've been a fan since, I would say, 06, 07, something like that. So quite a bit, quite a long time. But, you know, I, I love everything about this team, even though they give me heartaches. And, and I feel you. I feel you. Know, I feel you because I'm a fan. Of, I'm a, listen, I'm a Niner fan, but I'm a fan of your team. Listen, yeah. I, have a fan, I have a friend named Big Baby. Shout out to Big Baby Johnson, the Big Big, big Baby Johnson Sports. Uh, um, but, no, he's a Charger fan as well, and he's, he's the exact same way. Uh, because the Chargers obviously get treated like the Clippers, obviously, because obviously <laughs> you guys have talent every year. It's just, it's just you guys don't get it done, and obviously with the injuries and everything. So let me ask you this, Rico. Um, as, by the way, shout out to Justin Herbert. It was crazy, Rico, because I said on my podcast, when the Chargers drafted Justin Herbert, I, I, I said at the time, you guys nailed that pick. I mean, imagine if Miami had him, but yeah. hey, they chose two. They chose two. Hey, Rico, that's not nor he nor there, my friend. But uh, <laughs> let me let me ask you this, Rico: Do you like? Now, I talk to Big Baby a lot, obviously, um, and he likes Tom Tulesco. I, I tell Charger fans a lot. I like Tom Tulesco. I think he's a really good GM. They know how to draft, and obviously, they draft really well. So, so Rico, let me ask you this: Now, as a Charger fan yourself, how do you feel about this team in general? Like, like for me, I like your team. I like your team when healthy. Uh, I feel like for me, and here's the thing. Now I know Charger fans. Uh, like I told, I told Big Baby. Like I remember, remember people forget the choices were Staley or Brian David. Remember Rico? That was those were the choices. And mm-hmm. obviously the Chargers chose Staley. 
Listen, I like Staley. I mean, obviously, he helped the Rams defensively. Obviously, Ram fans obviously miss him because they'd rather have him over Raheem Morris, which, by the way, by the way, Rico, you can't blame him, by the way. Um, <laughs> and, and obviously, last year, listen, for me, I know people are getting at Herbert, and, that's, and, I, and I feel you for what happened last year. That was probably painful. I, I feel you because I feel like you guys were a better team, obviously, than Jacksonville. Obviously, you guys choked it out. But, listen, at the end of the day, for me, I, I think, well, I, and my, my buddy of mine told me, um, Joel Lombardi's terrible, terrible. And there's a reason why you guys you guys got rid of him, which I think Kellen Moore is going to be a lot better. I think it's going to be a lot better for you guys. I think the Cowboys are going to miss some because Mike Picard is going to players, but that's not near here there. So, Rico, how do you feel about this team in general? We'll talk about, obviously, who you guys drafted, but I, I like you guys when healthy. I, I always tell Big Baby, uh, can you guys challenge the Chiefs? Yes. When healthy, yes. Yes. Because you've seen it. You've seen it. Uh, I forgot what week you guys played them, but you guys could have won that game. But you guys choked it. You guys, you know, blow that game. Um, but yeah. but hey, no, seriously, I, I love your team. I, I mean, I mean, um, you know, I think you guys are the best quarterback in the California right now, in my opinion. I'm I'm saying young quarterback. So Rico, how do you feel about this team in general? And I, I think you probably would agree with me that I think Tom Solisco is a really good draft guy. I really do. Yeah, going back and looking at the draft when we got Justin Herbert in 2020. Um. Side note for anybody who else wants to know, I live in the state of Alabama, so obviously me being an Alabama fan, mm, I was road yeah, tied, yes, sir. That's yep. that, that's kind of where it's coming at. I was hoping to get to it. I mean, I love what he did in college. Obviously, he was a great college guy. He ended up getting drafted in Miami. We get Justin Herbert. I didn't really know too much about Justin coming out. I know he's just like this tall behemoth of a quarterback, six six and two hundred plus pounds. So I mean, uh, he got his chance to shine in like I think it was like week two with the whole Tyrod Taylor situation, and then he kind of just took off from there. Mm -hmm. Um. Kind of going from there with uh, Shane Steichen at that offensive coordinator position. You know, after that, he left to go to Philly. We got Joe Lombardi, which going back to that whole situation, I I never wish for a man to lose his job. But at the same time, Joe Lombardi, I felt like every Chargers fan knew what was coming. If you watch yep. all the games over the past couple of years, like his play calling was at times extremely conservative. Right. And sometimes just bewildering. Like I remember, um, I can't remember if it was in the regular season or in the playoffs, where they were trying to run. Um, It was like. A, a jet sweep action because we had lost DeAndre Carter prior to in the yep. game. We were mm -hmm. trying to run it with Michael Bandy. And I'm sitting here like, my, Bandy wasn't even ready for the uh, play at that time. And everybody on the Twitter timeline was like, what the hell was that? What's going on? What are we doing? So just mm -hmm. looking at some of the play calls and things like that, I wonder what was going through his head. Like looking at this personnel that we have, we have Justin Herbert who has a cannon. Yes, sir. Preach, bro. Preach about And we want to make sure that we're able to get this ball down the field. And he's trying to call all these, like, stick routes and these short slants and these crossing routes and things like that, but, like, nothing to really utilize Herbert's arm strength. Like, you look at what happened a couple years prior, like I say, and uh, I feel like losing a guy like Jalen Guyton, who was our deep threat, um, kind of hurt us in a way because, you know, without somebody to be able to stretch the field, you know, DBs aren't going to have to worry about trying to cover that uh, back half of the field. It's like, all right, just – kind of take out everything underneath and they're going to throw in up check downs and slants and everything else, which I mean, for some people that may work, for, but for us, when we got a quarterback like Herbert, we want to make sure we get that ball way, way, way down the field and at least yes, give sir. us a chance to get down there. As a team, I felt like last year going into the season that we had a wonderful, wonderful chance to win. I agree. And, and make a run. Like the two games we played the Chiefs, both of them, I think we lost by, Three points. Three I'm points saying, points bro, you guys so, had them. But, like, yep. you, you can't sit here and tell me that we are not that good of a team when we played the Chiefs well every single year. But when you look at the when you look at the Chiefs and you look at that, you look at Patrick Mahomes, you know, 15 is going across the other sideline. Mm -hmm. It is tough. 
Yep. As long as they as long as they got Mahomes, it's gonna be tough to beat this Chiefs team. So obviously with the draft and what uh Staley and Telesco and everybody was doing going forward, they figured, you know what, at this point we're just gonna have to do our best to try to outscore the Chiefs just to be able to kind of keep up because there's little to nothing that we can do to stop them. I mean, you saw what Mahomes did in the Super Bowl on one point five legs. So yep. <laughs> like I You saw I you really, saw what he did with that Tyree Kill. Keep going. Yeah, I I don't know what to say. And the people were sitting here wondering, oh, the Chiefs are gonna have a setback because they lost Tyree Kill. Last time I checked, they still got Travis Kelsey out there too. Yep. And Mahomes. So you're you're not you're not discrediting this team as a whole. But I felt like last year was a great shot for us to make a run. Like when we made the Joey Boat, uh, Khalil Mack trade, I lost my mind. We got J.C. Jackson in free agency. I'm sitting here mm-hmm. looking at all these guys we're getting. I'm like, oh, this is a good team. We got 11 wins. I'm feeling pretty good. And, you know, the playoffs came. First half, we were up 27 nothing, And then the second half, we just kind of collapsed. So, mm-hmm. um, And honestly, that that sucks. It, it stings, and you hate to see it. But at the same time, like, it's reminiscent of what happened the previous season in that Week 18 matchup where we were playing the Raiders to get a chance to go to the playoffs. And we're just sitting here like, oh, man, this is deja vu all over again. And mm-hmm. like, it, but in that situation is it I, honestly, you could look at them as both both uh, situations the same. We weren't able to stop the run. Like, yep, yep. You look at that, that year with the Raiders, I think it was twenty twenty one, and yep. you know, um, Josh Jacobs gets a clear run up the middle, set him up for a field goal, and then last year we got um, Travis Etienne going on like a jet sweep or something off the uh, the tackle, and then like I said, they're just running the clock down at that point. They win the game. So, as Chargers fans, like the past couple of years have been rough. To say, has, yeah. to say the least. But at the same time, you sit here and wonder what more can we do possibly to try to take that next step? Because everybody wants to talk about Justin Herbert and this team, and everybody's like, oh, there, there are certain people out there in the media, i.e. Emmanuel Acho, who want to call Justin mm. Herbert a social media quarterback. And I'm sitting here oh, like, hell you, no. you, you, you can't make that. The, the, the thought process behind it is like he he called him that because of like, People show his highlight reels and, like, these amazing throws and things like that, but people don't want to show the lowlights and things like that and this other nature. And I'm saying, like, I don't know what you're looking at, but as fans, we also get upset when our quarterbacks and our other players make mistakes. Yeah, not yeah. We're not hype. Hey, listen, every quarterback really does make mistakes. Not, not everybody's perfect. Go ahead. It's all good. Right, right. But, like, my thing of it is, like, you have the yeah. you have the, the nerve to call him that, but at the same time, I'm saying, like, I feel like there's some salt there because you were wrong on your assessment on him where you said – you feel like he wasn't—he was going to be one of the worst quarterbacks that came out of that draft. And since mm-hmm. then, he's gotten better and better every year. And now you insert Kellen Moore into this offense, and I'm hoping that with this draft class and with these players that we have coming back, that this is going to unlock a new level to Justin Herbert, which is going to catapult us to no, that next I'll, step I'll, to make I'll a run. We'll talk about that, Rico. We'll talk about that pretty soon. I, I liked your draft. Yeah. I did. No, I, I really, really did. And also, let's keep it real. Joe Lombardi. This man has a job. Let's keep it real, Rico, because of his father. Let's keep it real. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm not going to disagree with you. Like, I love – You know I, where he's – no, Rico, remember, you, you know where he's at right now, right? He's a quarterback coach for the Denver Broncos right now. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. So he's still in the division, but <laughs> – Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, he was in he was in the coaching staff with Sean Payton. Not, not really surprised. So, um – but no, seriously, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the draft now. Well, actually, before the draft, let me ask you this, Rico. Now, I do like Staley. And I, now, here's what I tell people all the time, right? Listen, listen, I'm a 49er fan. I like Salah. I like his attitude. I like what he's doing with the Jets. See, my thing with defensive guys going be, going to be head coaches, see, my thing is, listen, I like Herbert, but my thing is you better hire the right OC because if you don't hire the right the right offense coordinator, you're fucked. True. 
That is that is very very true. I cannot agree with you more on that one. I mean, you, you saw me last time with Staley. Like I like Staley. I think uh, Rampens missed him, um, Rico. You you ask Rampens. They would rather have Staley over Raheem Morris, and you can't blame him because you know why this man Raheem Morris cannot beat the 49ers in the regular season. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. But anyways, anyways, getting back on it. Let me ask you this now. Now. I know looking back at it, you can say probably Dable over 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 Staley right now. But let me ask you this. Do you feel like – and I don't know if you like Staley or not. Now, as of right now, okay, do you feel like – because, ah, man, I love Staley. But do you feel like at the end of the day, do you feel like the Chargers made a mistake going for Staley over Dable? Because look what Dable's doing with the Giants. And, I, I mean, I'm not really surprised what he's doing with the Giants because the GM came from Buffalo – and you know, and obviously that's why that's why the draft drives are finally drafting well, and they're doing the right things in New York right now. So, and I mean, and if you're a Charger fan, you're like, oh damn, we could have had Brian Dable. Do you feel like the Chargers are going to make a mistake? Because, because, like I said, like I said, Rico, because listen, I like Stan, but at the end of the day, he's got to hire the right OC to 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 help Justin Herbert. I will tell you what, the first year we got, the first year Saylor was there, like, a lot of people look at him for his aggressiveness, the whole, you know, he was going for a lot of fourth down, things of that nature. Everybody was like, damn, this coach really has the balls to kind of do a lot of the stuff that some people are afraid of. So it was like, people want, like, he won a lot of people over with that. Yep. Following year, kind of did more of the same thing, but he kind of took the reins back a little bit. Um, the, that second year, you know, there was a lot of times where we looked at him as, like, the decision makers, like, what what is going on exactly? Mm-hmm. Um, but at I can't sit here and say that I hate the man because, you know, it, that he did get us to the playoffs last year, which is the first time in like a few years. I think it was since 2019, the year before Justin Herbert got there. So I love the fact that he is aggressive. He is as aggressive as he is mm-hmm. um, in certain situations. But I felt like, you know, well, over the course of the past couple of years, that has come back to bite him in the ass. But at the same time, as a head coach, you have to be willing to live up to those mistakes uh, and, you know, take accountability, which he has done. All that to say, do I wish going back that we had Ryan Dable? I mean, part of me says yes, part of me says no, because at the same time, you don't necessarily know what the development would have looked like with um, a guy like Herbert. That's I understand true. that Brian Dable has, you know, he's got that Giants offense running. He's has um, Daniel Jones. He's got Saquon. Those are two guys. And then this year he's coming in with, you know, Darren Waller and a bunch of other guys that are coming out on the edge and the um, receiving core. So you would think that they're going to be, the Giants are going to take a step forward. But I feel like for us as a whole, I'm not too upset in the guy that we got. Because without him, you look at some of these other players on the team. Like you look at a guy like Khalil Mack, Jesse Jackson, yep. Alohi Gilman, some of these other guys that they've gotten. Bryce Callahan, like he has ties to a lot of these other guys. That if we didn't have him, I don't know if we're in the same position. Because you look at the players that were in those spots, he was kind of privy to getting them there. So I have to at least give him credit for that. But at the same time, again, he is holding himself accountable. He doesn't shy away from uh, any of those moments or anything like that. He does what he needs to do and I feel as though I for me personally I'm gonna ride with him till the wheels fall off um I understand that we as fans can be extremely critical when our team our coaches make mistakes like that we're the first one to be on social media be like can you believe he made this call da, 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 da. I would have done this that's why we're sitting at home watching the game and they're the ones coaching because there we go you be in know that what Small answer, Rico. I said the exact <laughs> same shit Satan for basketball like uh, we're Laker fans like a lot of you know Laker fans they don't like him but at the end of the day, he's making he's making the good adjustments this so far in the playoffs. But yeah. well, you know, this is a football show. But you get I'm just making an example. But you get the idea. Well, yeah. uh, well, per, actually, perfect example. Laker fans hate, hate every every coach. How about that? Anyways, anyways, <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, with that being said, um, 
So the Chargers, um, the draft, um, Rico. So I like your draft. Um, now let me ask you this: when you draft, when you saw the Chargers drafting Quinn Johnson, I, I told Big Baby this. I, I was like, don't be surprised that the Chargers draft a receiver in the first round, second round. Uh, was I surprised about getting them getting a receiver in the first round? No, I, I, I like that pick. Now, obviously, you can say that, that could be. I mean, he's probably the next the next Mike Williams. Which, by the way, I like Mike Williams if he's healthy. By the way, knocking on wood, but uh. Well, yeah, no, but seriously, man, I, I like your draft. Shout out to the USC guy. You could draft this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a USC fan. I love that. I love that pick. So, as a Chargers fan yourself, uh, Rico, what was your thoughts about the Chargers draft? I mean, and what are Charger fans saying about their about their picks? I mean, I, I like them. Now, I don't know if they don't like them, then I, I, I understand. But I think they did good, in my opinion. I mean, I like the Quinn and Johnson pick. I, I think right now, looking at this depth chart, the way they drafted, if they stay healthy. They pop, They might be better. They might be better than last than last year. And also, Rico, Rico. My question for you is now. What and also, what was your thoughts about the Eckler um, requesting a trade? I think that was stupid. Um, you know, he he really fits in his offense. Um, I don't. Um, I mean, I don't know why Eckler's mad. And hopefully, the Chargers can figure it out. Um, but yeah, the, uh, Rico, how do you how do you feel with the Chargers drive? I, I like it. And also, uh, Rico, are the Chargers trolling with the Rams because the Rams got Stetson Bennett? Look at that! And obviously, you guys got Matt Stucker. Look at that. <laughs> oh, that was that was a funny part. I'll, I'll start with the draft first, and then go to the Austin Eckler thing. First, when I say that I feel like Chargers Twitter, to me personally, was a little bit split because I know a lot of us were looking at that draft and sitting here looking at. We could have went a lot of different directions with that with that pick at twenty one. Yep, yep. For me personally, I was looking at possibly getting a guy like hell. Nolan Smith was sitting right there. Zay Flowers. There was a couple of guys that I was looking at. Um, I think Dalton Kincaid might have still been on the board. So there was a lot of different positions that we could have gone. But eventually, we ended up going with Quentin Johnson. And when I first saw the pick, I was like, I was kind of like, I confused at first because I'm saying like, okay, we got a receiver. Cool. It's not the guy that. I wanted personally, but then again, I'm not the coach, so I can't make that call. So it's just an interesting thought process in terms of we're not necessarily getting a guy that's like a speedster, like a um, run after the catch type of guy in, in terms of me looking at Quentin Johnson. Then I look at his tape and look at him a little bit more, uh, just going over his highlights and everything. I'm like, okay, so maybe I was a little bit wrong. Like he has that wonderful, you know, yards after catch ability, which is something that, you know, when he can spread the field and kind of like have the ability to kind of get you know, deep shots down the field in terms of, like, Justin throwing him the ball. So, in that sense, he he is, I feel like, what a lot of people have been looking at as a, a good fit. I feel like he's been one of the missing pieces um, because we look at that guy as some – we need a guy, we needed a guy with speed. We needed somebody who's going to get yards out of the catch because you look at Mike, he's one of those guys that's going to get up and get those 50-50 balls. Keenan Allen is going to be mm-hmm. one of that possession type receiver. Josh Palmer's kind of the same thing. Jalen Guyton is coming off an ACL. So, at that point – Honestly, this is and honestly, uh, Jalen Guyton. I wasn't sure what his situation or his status was going to be because he was coming off the ACL. But we signed him back to a one year deal, so we got him back in the room. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Prior to that, we only had like three receivers. It was Mike Keenan and Josh. So a lot of us were going to the draft thinking if we don't get a receiver in the first round, a lot of us were going to be pissed. So I mean, but you know, luckily enough, you know, we got one, so we're I'm okay with that. Um, I like what he's. I like what Quentin's going to be able to bring to the field. Um, he has that. He has that big body type. Um, a lot of people are comparing him to Mike Williams. I don't necessarily see that. I understand you think of looking at his size, build, things like that, but I feel like with his ability, with Quentin's ability to be able to, like, run after the catch and, you know, kind of separate and also the ability to break tackles and things like that. It's not to say that Mike can't do it, but 
you look at Quentin, he's a lot more shifty in my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he he has that ability to kind of like break these tackles and get open and kind of get those yards at the catch that we've been missing. So I love that in that regard. And like I said, it took me like maybe 12 to 24 hours to kind of like simmer on it and look at it. It's like, okay, the Quentin Johnson pick isn't as bad as I thought it was. A lot of people can go the other way on that one, but personally, I liked it. And then going into some of the later rounds, we got two e two below two in the second round from USC, which I felt like was a that great was a steal. We needed somebody on the edge because looking at what our situation is going to look like the following year with our cap space, we need somebody else to kind of help with that edge position because with Joey Bosa being hurt majority of last season, it was yep. tough because Khalil Mack was getting double teamed, but he still had a pretty good season. Mm-hmm. But you want to be able to have somebody else relieve them in in certain situations that way they're not having to be on the field because if Khalil's a little bit older, Joey's still in his prime, but you still want to have the ability to kind of switch and rotate out. Uh, third round, we got Hanley out of Washington State. I hadn't really known a lot about the dude, but I looked into his background. Like, he's a freak athlete. Uh, apparently, he started out as a receiver. Mm-hmm. When he first started playing football, he played a lot of different positions, and he ended up, like, being so physical, he ended up going over to the uh, defensive side of the ball. So the fact that he has that capability of, like, he has good hands, he has the ability to track the ball, I, I love that, which is something that we're going to be able to, like, utilize pretty well. Um, I feel like it's going to be a battle between him and Kenneth Murray, which obviously K-9 didn't get his uh, option picked up. So this is a contract year for him. So he's going to have something to prove. So it's going to be fun watching those two, like, go at it um, during camp and the offseason, things like that. So it should be good. And then um, going through the rest of the draft, uh, Terry is Davis in the fourth round. I didn't know much about him, but he's another guy at TCU. And I'm like, oh, shit. We got a speedster. The guy's 4'3", runs a 4'3", So I'm like, okay, bet. And he's also a return specialist. So I'm like, cool. We lost to DeAndre Carter, so we're going to need somebody else in that back end. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us were looking at him as being that kind of gadget dude, you know, jet sweeps, screens, things like that. So I'm like, okay, bet. I, I like where this is going. Um, fifth round, I think we got McFadden out of Clemson. He's an offensive lineman. I'm all about depth. Yes, Man, sir. Yep. Losing Rashawn Slater was brutal last year on the left side, and it it, it sucked. I, I hated it. Um I was feeling really good about him possibly making a comeback in the playoffs, but obviously we didn't advance that far, so it didn't matter. But losing him was crucial. But looking at the line going forward, I love what we got. We got Slater, uh, Zion Johnson, Jamari Sawyer, Corey Lindsley, Trey Pickens made you know great strides last year at that right tackle position, so I love what that's going to be doing. So McFadden is going to be in that swing tackle position, so I love what he's going to be able to bring to the team. Um, then we got – I forget the guy's name out of Boise State. Uh, he's a defensive tackle – I forget his name, and I hate it that I, that I forgot it. But he's been great as well. Apparently, he can double up as a tight end, too, because he had some run at oh, tight David, end. Oh, David Moore. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yep. so I was just like, it was great. And then it was good. And then we got to seven rounds and drafted Max Duggan. I'm like, why, why, why? I don't feel the need to carry a third quarterback on the roster because a lot of people have gone over the, the, the roster over the last couple of years and thought having three quarterbacks on the active roster, like you're pretty much just – Giving a roster spot to a QB three when we could be using that open roster spot for somebody else, like a lot of us are looking at like roster no, Rico, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. I might disagree with you, but look, 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 to me as a Niner fan, look look how high I fell that last year. You feel me? But I I feel you. I feel you. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I mean I I get it, but it's also like we already have a guy that we've been developing developing an Eastern Stick who knows the offense, who you know can run it if we need to. So I feel as though when I saw the pick come across, I'm like, okay, maybe this is more of an insurance policy just to kind of see if we can pick Max's brain on how he tended to work with 
uh, Quentin and Davis when they were at TCU. So obviously we got three TCU players and Max is throwing to both of them. So if we can kind of pick his brain and kind of see what his thoughts and are on certain aspects of like, hey, how does Quentin like these jump balls? Does Davis normally like run sl- like outs out routes other stuff like this? So I feel like in that sense, we drafted him. But mm-hmm. otherwise, I feel like he's going to be nothing more than a practice squad player. And if we need to bring him up, then fine. But at the same time, I feel as though going into the season, just have the two quarterbacks. You know, Max can still be a, a practice squad guy. But at the same time, I want to be able to have that uh, that roster spot free for somebody else if we need him. That's not to say that I hate Max. I mean, he played his ass off last year um, in college football. Obviously, he ran into the gauntlet that is the Georgia Bulldogs, and they got steamrolled on that. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Everybody. But. Um, that's not to say I don't, I, I hate Max Duggan. I, 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 I can't hate the man because I don't really know too much about him. I mean, he plays hard. I respect him, but I just don't know if he was the right pick for us, but you know, maybe it's an insurance policy just for those reasons though. Um, question then, for you, Rico, would what, what would you have picked instead of, instead of Max Duggan? Well, um, the fact that I know a lot of people were looking to get tight ends, Zach Koontz, who fell all the way to the oh, yeah, round, like somebody like, like right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I felt as though he would have been a great pick there or just somebody in that position, maybe going to get a, some more depth for the defensive line, offensive line, something like that. Um, Hell, if it was that much of a, a, a an issue to get Max, I feel like y'all could have just signed him as an undrafted free agent. I don't know. But that's kind of where I would have went with that. But, again, I'm not the GM of the head coach, so I don't make those decisions. Yeah, but, yeah. At the end of the day, but, but the, only, the only positive thing you can say – it, you got to trust the GM because you guys can draft, man. You guys really can. And let me ask you this, Rico. Now, and shout out to my boy Joshua B because he's got you guys winning the division. I, I can see why because Herbert, I mean, Herbert can challenge Mahomes and you and your defense can can beat Mahomes. Um, and um, by the way, hot take, I think Kellen Moore is going to be a lot better for you guys, man, because I think Cowboy, I think Cowboys letting go, letting go Kellen Moore to you guys was a fucking mistake mark it down but anyways anyways um so real quick uh, uh, uh rico um so how far can you see this team when healthy uh go because i mean as of right now obviously the chiefs are going to be the favorites for the division i mean but i could definitely see you guys winning the division and, and i i, I would have surprised me uh but at the end of the day i told me baby the Chiefs are the favorites in, in that division until they get beat, right? And that's yeah. fair to say. So, so Rico, how do you feel about this team when healthy? And I don't blame you if you say um, you're confident because when healthy, I think you guys can be dangerous. I do. Uh, before I answer that, I want to go back to the echo thing because I didn't get a chance to answer that one. Um, when he first came out and asked for a trade, I dropped everything and was like, what is going on? Yep, that is yep. the last thing we need right now because you look at his production over the last couple of years, I think he's gotten 40 touchdowns or something like that in like the last two years alone and his production is going to be like sorely missed. So I'm like, if he's out here trying to request a trade, it's like, that's 40 touchdowns that we don't have. What, I'm saying, what, he's a fantasy where are we guy. Yeah. But he, he also feels as though like he has outplayed his contract, which yep. I understand that. So he's wanting to make sure that he's getting paid. He wants an extension and the Chargers haven't necessarily gone that route. But um, at the same time, I just wonder what it are we going to be willing to pay this man at some point, you know, maybe give him a, like a one or two year extension and kind of like go from there. Because as you can, as you know, like running backs have a short shelf life when it yes, comes they do. To yes, they the do. NFL. That's what Tennessee, that's what Tennessee was trying to Henry. Yep. Go ahead. Right. So like people looking at that, I'm just like, I don't understand 
why? But I mean, you have these guys that are like, you know, they're they're good for like a few years, and then like they get maybe two good contracts, including the rookie one, and then that's it. So I see where he's coming from in terms of like he feels as though he's outplayed his contract. He wants to make sure that he has the best um setup for his future. Mm-hmm. I would love to sit here and say we have him for another year or two. Obviously, at this point, it looks like we we may have him for the upcoming season unless something happens between now and then. Mm-hmm. But um. At this point, I want to make sure that if we're going to have a chance to make a deep run, as far as I'm concerned, he has to be on the roster, at least this season. Um, Obviously, next year, we'll kind of see what happens when we get there. But in order for us to make a run this upcoming season, he needs to be there. Like, I want him to be able to kind of, like, continue to mentor a lot of these guys that we have. Obviously, we got um Joshua Kelly. Uh, we had Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M. Uh-huh. Um, Trey, uh, Larry Roundtree was there as well. Like, we, we got some guys that are there. And I want to make sure that they're ready. I know Joshua Kelly took a big step last year. Um, Larry Roundtree was kind of in there, hit or miss. Um, even, hell, uh, Gay uh, Neighbors is another guy. Like, our full uh, – wait, no, sorry. Uh, Xander Horvath. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Xander Horvath, who was great the first couple of games of the season, had two touchdowns, and then we didn't hear from him again. So I want to make sure that Austin has a chance to kind of help mentor these guys a little bit more and kind of help get them going. And in the event that we lose him next year, that we have them ready to go. So that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, in terms of us making a run for this year, I feel as confident as anybody in terms of us when it, when it comes to us being healthy. Uh, as you can tell, last year we were decimated by injuries left and right. Um, hell, week two, uh, Herbert got hurt, obviously, yep. in that Thursday night game with the Chiefs. And you yep. look at that game, we we could have won both of those games. Easily. I agree. Like, um, obviously, Keenan Allen was hurt most of the year. Mike Williams had his issues. J.C. Jackson was out most of the season. When he pulled his game, his uh, I think at the ACL in the Seahawks game, uh, Bosa was out most of the season, taking bodies left and right, and then the offensive line got de- like it was ridiculous. So I feel like going into the season, going forward, if we can stay as healthy as anybody, and obviously most teams, most fans will probably say this, but I feel that confident if we were able to be healthy throughout the season, we have as good a chance as anybody to win the AFC to get to the Super Bowl. Now saying that. Obviously, there's a lot of other teams that you have to be able to go through. Obviously, one being the Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes is like, you know, the the second coming of Jesus Christ or something. But, yeah, you're right. He pretty much <laughs> so, is. A lot of people look at him as like he's the next great quarterback, which I can't necessarily disagree with that because the man's been doing phenomenal things since his second year there. Um, you got the Bengals who have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and that squad as well. So, they're going to be looking to bounce back. You know, they were just in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. So, obviously – uh, he's going to be looking to kind of Lamar Jackson himself, thing right. in Baltimore. Yep, yep. Yeah, Lamar Jackson as well. He just got his contract. We'll talk, we'll talk about that. Year. We'll talk about that. Keep going. Yep. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen and the and the the Bills. Like, there's a lot of these teams that are coming up in the AFC that if we want to win, we have to be able to get through them. I'm I'm, I'm going to put Miami in there because, like I said, you know I understand two has been hurting stuff going on the last couple of years, but looking at that offense, they got speed, speed everywhere. And it's going to be tough to stop them as well. I feel you. So, no, no, Rico, I'm with you, but I'm going to say this on my show. And listen, I love Miami. Shout out to Mike McDonough. He's doing a good job. He's doing, he's doing, you know, he was in the coaching staff with San Francisco. But my thing with Miami is it's, it can to us stay healthy. That's it. Yeah. No, that's that's the key thing. I know a lot of people keep asking, this team only goes as far as who is healthy. And I'm like, I understand that. I would love to see a healthy tour, and I want to see him, like, dotting eyes and everything like that this year because I want to see him ball out. You know, me being the Bama fan that I am, I want to make sure that he still stays he, he stays ready. So, um, yeah, it, obviously it would be tough. It would be tough going in going into the season with the AFC, but that's not 
it, I don't think that, you know, um, we, we don't, we're not going to shy away from anybody this year. I mean, we didn't do that last year, but we're going to go out there every week. We're going to play our best. And if healthy, when healthy, we are one of the best teams in the AFC. I understand a lot of people looked at this last couple of years. We've been underwhelming in terms of like expectations and stuff like that. People are like, oh, great. They made the playoffs last year. Cool. Now can they win a playoff game? Oh, all this other stuff. So I'm, I'm hoping and praying that in order for us to make a run, though, my biggest thing is we have to win a division. Like I, I, I told a couple of my friends this, I think last week, I don't want to try to make a run having to go through Kansas City or Buffalo or Cincinnati. I, I don't want that. If we want to make a run, I want to, I want to be able to host a playoff game. I don't want to have to go on a road. I understand sometimes wild card teams make those runs and get to the Super Bowl. Cool, but I feel like for some people, it's a lot better if people got to come to you. You know the field. You know all those other things. It's that in the third. But I would love it, you know, for us to be able to take the division and be able to host a playoff game and be in a good position to make a run. That that's kind of how I feel. About yeah, that. bro. The AFC is so fucking stacked, man. It's so so stacked. I mean, they're gonna be. There's gonna be like Enrico. There's honestly gonna be like good records. Teams have good records and not make it. So that's yeah. it's, it's it's just crazy, man. That's uh, I'm glad I'm not in the AFC, but Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Good and good luck to you guys, man. I mean, I love the char- this Charger team. Shout, shout out to Big Baby as well. Okay, anyways, um, now the Ravens, Lamar Jackson. First of all, shout out to Lamar Jackson. He deserves his money. Congratulations, Lamar. Um, you know, um, and now let me ask you this, Rico. Obviously, there's a lot of narratives out there with Lamar Jackson. He's a runner. Um, you know, obviously, some you know Lamar does have his weaknesses, but obviously. Um, you know, and listen, man, I mean, I, I do think receivers wanted to go to Baltimore, but the, the, the main problem for Baltimore was Greg Roman. And thank God he's out of there because now they got the OC from Georgia. And now you're seeing Odell going to Baltimore. Uh, when I saw Odell saying with, with the Baltimore Ravens, that told me Lamar was a lot to stay. Shout out to the Raven fans. Shout out to Miss Gina and everybody. And my buddy uh, Wayne Cole. Raven fans are happy. Um, so, Rico, how, let me ask you this. How do you feel about the narrative with Lamar Jackson? Because obviously, because obviously there's a lot of white folks out there that don't appreciate black quarterbacks, and let's pre- let's preach about it, Rico. So, how do you feel about this Lamar narrative? I think it's I think I think it's insane. It's as night, but it is what it is. It's, it's social media. Because let's keep it real, Rico. As social media, they love their white quarterbacks, do they? I mean, my my biggest thing is this: Lamar, y'all got to respect this man. He's he's an MVP winner. Um, he was a first-round quarterback. He's doing a lot of things that, you know, a lot of people weren't expecting him to do. But, like, the whole narrative for, like, oh, he's a running quarterback. Like, no, he's a quarterback first and foremost. doesn't matter if he's if he can run or not. He is still, at the end of the day, a quarterback. Um, you know, a lot of the time people were talking about when he first came in, it was like, oh, you might want to think about changing your uh, position to kind of get a better idea of how you're going to play in the league. No. And, and respectfully so, he, he got to the league as a quarterback. Like, he won a Heisman at, at college playing quarterback. I mean, he got drafted as a quarterback. Why would he want to switch when he goes to the league? It's just because he wants to, like, appease other people. So uh, I credit Harbaugh for wanting to take a chance on him and kind of putting him in the right position. And going back to what you were talking about with the offense with him, you know, Greg Roman, you know, people are going to be up and down about him. But, you know, with, they, with them having Todd Malkin um, doing spectacular things, obviously, with that Georgia team in the past couple of years, back-to-back national championships, I feel like this is going to be a good thing for him. Uh, obviously, he's going to have to learn – possibly a new offense but i feel like with the scheme it is going to be wild for them um except with lamar's dynamic ability to run uh they they did get zay flowers in the draft which is good for them he's a great dynamic uh, playmaker obviously they got obj which i mean he is getting up there in age but at the same time he's 
I, I'll say it. I love Odell, but he's a diva. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just how it is. That's just kind of how it is. But you know, he's he's he went to Baltimore. They were the highest bidder, so they're gonna give him a shot. So hopefully, he can ball out and do what he does. And then you look at that offense. They got Mark Andrews, uh, Isaiah Likely. Um, not necessarily sure what the running back situation gonna look like. I know the past couple of years they've been hurt with a lot of injuries, yeah. but hopefully they can kind of stay healthy there. So. I, I feel like this this Ravens team is going to be great to watch. You know, I agree. Cincinnati competing in that division is going to be must see TV. Obviously, last year you look at that playoff game. Um, hell, if the if the Bengals if if the if the Ravens had Lamar, we might be looking at a different situation. Hell, I agree. Might, the Bengals might it. lose that game. Obviously, everybody was looking. It's like, oh, um, if they go into the season without Lamar, it's like, they'll be okay because they got Tyler Huntley as quarterback. He's a Pro Bowl quarterback. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I need y'all to stop right there. Like, I I, I need I need to go ahead and just put a pen in this right now. Y'all need to stop. Do not sit here and disrespect Lamar Jackson like that. There's some people like, oh, they got their Pro Bowl quarterback going into next year. You are not going to have that same type of offense with Hell no. Huntley that you do with Lamar. Everybody's and like, that's oh, no but they're going to the same and prototype. And that's, Enrico, like, that's no disrespect to Tyler Huntley, but go ahead. No. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, he's He's in the NFL for a reason, so he's a great quarterback. But Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley, to me, I, I I don't see it. Like, Tyler is different than Lamar. Everybody's like, oh, but they're two running quarterbacks. They have the same, you know, skill set. I'm like, hell no. Do they really? No. Um, and, and I needed people to stop disrespecting Lamar because Lamar has been great the last few years he's been in the league. Obviously, this is – he's going into year five or six, I think, like that. But he's got an MVP. He's led the, the Ravens to the playoffs. Um. A lot of people wanted to kind of like go at him because he didn't play throughout the season or whatever, and everybody's like, "Why aren't you in the during like playing with uh, your team in the playoffs stuff like that?" Like for one, he's all here rehabbing in his injury. For two, y'all want it, y'all. It's like damn if you do, damn if you don't. If he goes out there and plays and he gets hurt again, it's like, oh well, you shouldn't be playing hurt. But if he doesn't play, it's like, well, why weren't you out there mm-hmm. playing with your teammates? It's like I, I, I don't get that from from the standpoint of media and fans sometimes who want to just sit here and just like poke holes into players narratives and things like that it, it just doesn't make any sense to me it doesn't it doesn't it's crazy because this guy got the mvp four four years ago and then they, and then they say oh okay but it doesn't does he have the super bowl but it's it's a, whatever it is what it is well yeah. what, 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 what what can we say rico which we try to preach but no one will listen to us anyways um the new york jets this is gonna be fun fun to talk about because obviously <laughs> you got an roger shot to my guy sala I, I, I like this now Zach Wilson can um, that has his mentor now with Rogers. I just hope Zach Wilson doesn't not date Aaron Rodgers' mom's friend. Hopefully <laughs> left out loud, but uh, you get the idea. But obviously the New York Jets are becoming the New York Packer because now they signed Ronnie Co- uh, Randall Cobb and now they have Alan Lazard. So let me ask you this, Rico: How do you feel about the Jets? Um, now I know everybody will be like, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers is washed. We, what the hell did he do last year?" I feel like now he's got better weapons in New York. I like the Jets' defense. I know the Jets fans don't like their draft, but at the end of the day, they're going to have a good defense because of Salah. I like what they're doing. Um, now they got Rodgers. And I, it, it, what is, I mean, they're going to make the playoffs for sure. Now the question is going to be, will they win the division now? I mean, hey, if you if you favor Buffalo, I don't blame you. Uh, I mean, it, Buffalo should win that division. But, it, I mean, honestly, if you, if you say Buffalo, Jets, Miami, and the Patriots, I'm okay with that order. Or do you have the Jets, Buffalo, and then Miami, and then the Patriots, because let's keep it. I'm just going to keep it real, uh, Rico, because I think the Bills really miss Brian Dable, but that's not nor here nor there. But anyways, Rico, how do you feel about the Jets? Well, biggest thing with the Jets is this. Obviously, you did a lot to get Aaron Rodgers, so you wouldn't be making his moves if you didn't think that you had a chance to win and win now. 
that being said, Buffalo is still the top dog in that division, so you have to be able to knock them off. That I mean, but I mean, you you look at the two quarterbacks right there. You look at uh, Josh Allen. You look at Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, Rodgers Super Bowl champion, four time MVP. Josh Allen's been in the league for a few years. A man is like uh, a stallion at the quarterback position. How he wants to run the ball and just run over people, which I know a lot of Bills fans are looking at that is like we don't need you doing that because if you get hurt, we're screwed. Um, but it, to me, I look at it as. Buffalo's going to be the top team in that division until further notice. I would put the Jets at two, mainly because of that defense. That defense is, is a, a disgusting defense. That, I agree. To, to put it in the to lame term, like with um, what is it? Sauce Gardner, um, and just the rest of that defense. It, it is ridiculous. Kenny Williams. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like it, it is. It is insane. And then you look at the offense, kind of what you were talking about. Um, they got Aaron. They got Alan Lazard. They got um. Randall Cobb, they got Brees Hall, who was in the running for rookie of the year last year before he got hurt. So that's another dynamic weapon they got. Um, they actually drafted Zach Coons, which I was a little bit upset about, but I mean that's another weapon for Aaron. So like you got a lot of these guys. Um, and Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson. So like you you look at a lot of these guys that are on this team right now, like they're set up to make a run now. But at the at the same time, you you have to sit here and wonder how long does Aaron Rodgers have left though? Like a lot of people look at it in that standpoint is like the clock is ticking, mm-hmm. but is he going to be there for only a year? Is it going to be two years? Like what is the thought process behind that? So I think with Jets fans, they were looking at it in the sense of we need to get in a better situation now to win. And I feel like obviously with them getting Aaron, they did that, but I feel like their window is going to be extremely small. You got about a good two years, maybe three and that's pushing it. And then that's probably going to be it. Because even so, if you make it out of the out of the division and you host a playoff game, that's cool. But look at who else you still got to worry about going through. Some of the teams we talked about earlier, the Chiefs, the Bengals, uh-huh. the Bills, hopefully my Chargers, the Ravens. Like, there's a lot of other teams you still got to be able to go through mm-hmm. just to make it to the AFC Championship game. And even then, like, let's say you make it to the Super Bowl, you playing one of two teams, in my opinion. You're either going to be playing the Eagles or the 49ers. And I'm looking at it like – I. You see what both of those – you see what Philly and San Francisco have done consistently. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I don't know what you – I don't know how well you go up against – how well you match up against those those teams. But all that to say is the Jets are in a prime position to make a run this year. Um, will they do it? We will see. Obviously, you know, every it's, it's like a lot of people say, everything looks good on paper, but paper doesn't mean anything. You have to go out there on the field and put in results. So once the results speak for themselves, we can be having a different conversation. But right now – I love what the Jets did. I, I still want to see what they do going forward. And as far as I know, it's going to be the Bills division until further notice. And then, like I said, we'll see. We'll see what happens from there. Rico, I'm with you. That's 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 the best answer you get. You gave because it's the same thing for this team. Because I I was about to ask you about this team because they got look at because Miami wants stars. I mean, look now they have Vic Fangio as their DC now. Um, they got Jalen Ramsey. So let me ask you this: How do you feel? Listen, obviously you're a Bama fan. And I want to ask you a Bama question. How do you feel with this narrative with the Bama quarterbacks? Oh, oh, Mac Jones had he's so damn good. He was so damn good at Bama because he had these receivers. Um, you know, Tua had those receivers, yada yada yada. But wait, 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 time out, time out, time the fuck that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, Rico, why didn't they do that narrative with Joe Burrow? Because you know, you know what's crazy? LSU quarterbacks are not really good in the NFL. <laughs> They're not. 
But wait, wait, but, but hey, Ohio State fans like to like to claim Joe Burrow, but that's not no here no there. Uh, but go ahead, Rico, your thoughts and yeah, you get what I'm saying. Go ahead. Yeah. There's there's always that narrative. It's like, oh, Alabama hasn't had a good track record with uh, quarterbacks and things like that. Look, I, you you see you see what we do out there in the field. Obviously, two has been hurt, you know, here and there, but he's still doing. When he's out there, he's doing he's doing pretty damn well. Obviously. Um, you look at uh, Mac Jones and his rookie year. They made the playoffs last year to take a step back. And then, honestly, and, and I'm throwing Jalen in here. Obviously, people you, people go back and forth and say, like, oh, who claims Alabama, Oklahoma? I don't care. I, as a Bama fan, I will lay claim to him. But Oklahoma fans will say the same thing. I don't care. Jalen's just a great quarterback. You know, he he got his he got his money this all season, which I'm happy for him. He's made strides to kind of get better as well. Obviously, going from, the NF, from college football to the NFL is tough for anybody, not just quarterbacks. Nice. Not just receivers, anybody. So it, it does take that time to develop, but at the same time, it's like it also depends on the situation that you're putting in the people that are around you. Preach, preach. Um, it's like, a team I, game. Preach. You, you look at Tua right now, and you look at what he has out there: Tyreek Hill, Jalen Water, who we played with in college, Raheem Moser, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. a lot of these other guys. They have they got speed everywhere, and that offensive line is gonna be looking pretty good. Um, obviously, with Mac Jones. And uh, New England, they, they kind of had a fall a step back this year. So who who's to know what's going to happen with them this year? Um, and then obviously with Jalen, you know, in Philly, he kind of had some issues with the first year. Um, didn't really do too well, but he's been making developments over the course of like the last few years. Obviously this year he he uh, got his he got his money. He made it to the Super Bowl, so I'm happy for him. But it just goes to show that that's not to say that you know, they still can't be great in the league. It just is going to depend on how much work they put in. And that's not to say that, you know, a lot of these guys can't put in the work. So I'm hoping that at the end of the day, people look at this and think, you know, it, this narrative isn't going to necessarily be the case the whole time because I'm looking at, like, hell, you number one overall pick. The man was a great, hell of a quarterback at Bama. I feel like he's going to be doing great things in the league. Preach, preach. But everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, he played behind all these other guys at Bama, all that which I, I I might go off on a Danny Hill a little bit, but I still want to sound like the whole like one of the things I hated the most about Bryce's like analysis from people coming out was that he was too short yep. for the position and all this other stuff. And I'm sitting here like, well, you look at the line he had, like these dudes are like six five, six six, six four. So it's not like he's gonna be playing with like short linemen. Like I I I really need people to realize that everybody's like, oh, I'm wondering about like is he gonna be able to see over the line? Can he develop? Can he like last in the league? you know, other stuff like that. But I'm like, look, he has, is like he said, he's been that height pretty much most of his life. He has made do with that in the, in the same vein. Like mm-hmm. he's been able to be such a great quarterback and be able to get outside of the pocket and make plays and like keep his head down the field and be able to look to still want to make plays. That's not to say that he's going to be like a bad quarterback because he's too short, according yeah. to some people. But like he, he has, he has a great system around him. Like, he has Frank Reich. He has Josh McCown, like two quarterbacks that have played for like multiple years in the league. Like he's going to be put in a good spot to succeed. Obviously, the Panthers may not necessarily win a division or anything, but like I still think that he as a quarterback is going to be doing great things for the longevity of his career. And I think that's going to be the same for Mac. I feel like it's going to be the same for Tua and Jalen. And that this narrative is going to be put to bed hopefully soon because I'm tired of hearing it. So. No, 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 Rico, you're preaching. And I, I, I always preach on my podcast. Like, I hate these narratives, but it's a team game, man. Like, I, I can make an example. We can talk about Jalen Hurts right now with Philadelphia. By the way, shout out to Jalen Hurts getting that money. Well-deserved, by the way. 
because this man, look, listen, I, and people were, going, were getting at Jalen two years ago. Oh, he got his ass kicked against Campbell Bay. Well, no shit, because the game plan, all you have to do is guard Goddard, guard, guard, guard Devontae Smith, and uh, he had a Sega white side. And guess what the Philadelphia Eagles did, Rico? They got they got A.J. Brown. And are we that surprised that A.J. Uh, that, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jalen had a, a great year yesterday last year? No! When you have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, bro, that's fucking scary. And you know what's that's crazy? You know what's crazy? They almost pulled the trigger for Calvin Ridley. Oh, my goodness. Imagine that. But, no, but seriously, by the way, Eagles are – listen, I, I told Eagle fans this. It's kind of crazy because they didn't, they didn't draft well with Doug Peterson, but now since they hired Sirianni, but they've been drafting well. I mean, fuck, you might as well call this team the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Day, <laughs> my friend. I mean, I mean, fuck, I mean, Rico, would you be surprised if they would have drafted Cesar Bennett? Who knows? But in all, I would, in all, I would, seriousness, in all seriousness, shout out to the Eagles, man. I mean, shout out to my dad, Chris Sides, because he's, I mean – he loves we love, he loves listening to the show, but Eagle fans are listening to the show. Obviously, they're very happy, and the, you, you you don't blame them because they're drafting really well. Rico, I mean, they got Ringo, um, they they got um, you know Dylan Carter. Obviously, they got Nolan Smith. I mean, bro, to me, they should be the favorites again. Now, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if they wouldn't know. Honestly, they got DeAndre Swift. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, they're becoming a deep team, and. I mean, on, on, and also, Rico, I thought they were going to resign C.J. Garner-Johnson. But at the end of the day, it's looking like it's smart because now they got younger and better. And now Slay can teach the younger guys. Darius Slay, a big big play Slay. So, mm-hmm. your thoughts with the Philadelphia Eagles? And I think they're a deeper team. And I think people should respect Jalen Hurts' name because, in my opinion, he outplayed Patrick Mahomes. But people forget about that. Yeah, I, I told a couple of my friends that are Philadelphia Eagles fans. I'm sitting here like, I cannot stand y'all right now. Y'all can't keep getting away with this. How do y'all draft the way y'all did? And, like, y'all were just in the Super Bowl. Y'all got a top 10 pick from the Saints, which, by the way, I blame New Orleans for for this whole debacle anyways because if they don't trade, if they don't make a trade with Philly, they obviously don't get Jalen Carter. And then, obviously, they're in the back half of the first round. Nolan Smith falls to them in their lap. He may not get that much playing time this year. Who knows? But he has the time to sit and develop behind, you know, this great line. That was just in the Super Bowl last year, yep. you know, Brandon Graham, Hassan Reddick, and things like that. Keely Ringo. Um, obviously they got DeAndre Swift in the in the trade as well. So I'm saying like this team just got deeper, and it's and it's ridiculous how 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 much deeper they got as a team. Like I, I look at them, I'm saying here, like I, I I told I told some of my friends at this point, I'm just gonna go ahead and put money on the Eagles to go back to the Super Bowl this year. Like I I'm agree, not, I agree. There's, there's no point. It's either like who who's gonna stop them? And obviously, like I said earlier. Everything was good on paper, but you have to make sure that you were in a good spot first. But it is hard to sit here and debate that they aren't in a good spot after what they just did. I understand they lost their offensive defense coordinators, which I mean, obviously that's a that's a tough, tough yeah, loss. Yeah. Shane Sykin and uh Gannon. But they better hope they better this, hope they have a better DC than Gannon because Gannon yeah. did not do a good job. But keep going. But keep going. When yeah. you look at this whole team, like yeah. how can you still not roof in them and think that they have a good chance of going back? Like, I just don't understand. Who else are you picking to represent the NFC besides Philly? I mean, maybe San Francisco, but that's like, the only team. That's the only team. Other than that, that's it. Like nobody else is coming out of the NFC, and obviously, things happen. It's an eighteen-week season. I think so. there's two. There's two upcoming teams. I can tell you right now are the the, the Detroit Lions and the Seattle Seahawks. Mm, I, I I will say I like Seattle. I, I like what they're doing. Geno Smith, comeback player of the year. Shout out to him. He got his money. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy for him. Detroit was held. They were close to making the playoffs last year, too. And I, I told a lot of people looking at it, Detroit is going to be winning the North next year. And like, I, I, like, 
Are you sure about that? I'm like, yes. I I feel that confident. Rico, I said the exact same thing. Here's why I picked the Lions last year. Because offensively, I believed in them. But obviously, I said on the show, defensively, I mean, it, they're they're not they're not great. But but but, not, but what did Brad Holmes fucking do? He went he went on defense this free agency. He went on defense this draft, and they got your you got your boy Gibbs running back from Gibbs. Look at that. So you know, so they're gonna be a scary team pretty soon. And shout out to Brad Holmes because he's a former Rams GM, which by the way, Rams fans miss him by the way. But shout out to that black man, uh, Brad Holmes. But anyways, anyways, um. I do want to talk about real quick. Um, uh, let's see. What it was um, it was um, uh, this team, this team, um, the Bengals. Real, real quick, because my my friend has a hot take. By the way, I want you to see if you agree. So, I like the Bengals. I do. I like their old line. Obviously, they got Orlando Brown Jr. You know, I mean, I know you've been on spaces. I know Chiefs fans are laughing at this. They're like, oh, we're not going to miss Orlando Brown Jr. I'll say this right now. If the Bengals own line stays healthy, you can argue it's it's really fucking great. And, and it, when uh, in, in the NFL right now, I mean, you could say it's top five when healthy. Uh, obviously, they had Jordan Williams, Kapka, Karras, um, you know, Bolson and Orlando Brown Jr. That's a really good damn good old line. I like what they did in the draft. So my, my buddy's hot take, my buddy Joshua B's hot take is the Bengals are the favorites in the AFC. That's his hot take. So but by free agency and by the draft. So. Now, what's your take on that? Because these fans are—you can't blame them for being cocky. They got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I mean you saw what they did in free agency. They mm-hmm. thought they were getting DeAndre Hopkins. Right now, I mean, they got Richie James. So the teams are pretty. The teams are pretty, pretty much saying, you know what? We got cards on menu. We got Richie James. Fuck it. We got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, listen, if we can if we can win the Super Bowl without Tyree Kill, we could do it again. Fuck it. Why not? I find it hard to believe as a fan of a team who is in the same division as this Kansas City Chiefs that anybody else is picking the Chiefs to come out of the AFC. Mm. Like, I, I I can't. I can't. Like, aside from me and saying that, like, I would love to see my team, like, contest them, but you have to look at the Chiefs as a whole, man. Like, they, they got to the Super Bowl last year. You know, Patrick Mahomes got injured, you know, later on in the season. And in the Super Bowl, he's playing a one-and-a-half leg doing what he does. I, I find it hard to believe that anybody's going to unseat them. Like, I will I, – obviously, you know, anything can happen. I would love mm-hmm. to say, oh, yeah, they're going to get upset. But this is the Kansas City Chiefs we were talking about. They got Patrick Mahomes. They got Travis Kelsey. They got Andy Reid. It is going to be tough to knock this team off. And until somebody actually does it – I know a lot of Bengals fans are probably saying that because of how the um, Bengals have played them Chiefs over the last few years. It's like, oh, you know, I think they said they were like 3-0 and or something like that. They were undefeated going into that game last year. Um, in the playoffs, but I'm also just like, hey, none of that means nothing until he, until you actually, you know, show up and show out and win a ring. Mm-hmm. I know one of the last times that they beat them, they beat them to go to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but uh, at the same time, the Chiefs got the last lap because the Chiefs actually won the Super Bowl last year. The year the Bengals went, they didn't win. Nope. So, I, I understand where Bengals fans are coming from. They made, they have every right to be, you know, cocky and kind of beat their chest a little bit. But it's it's Kansas City, and then it's everybody else, in my opinion, and and that's coming from from a guy who again who has a team that's he's a fan of that's in the same division as him. I got all of my heart for the Chargers, but until somebody knocks out Kansas City, it's Kansas City, and then and then everybody else. I agree. Well, speaking of Bama, well, Bryce Young got drafted drafted by the Carolina Panthers, and let me ask you this, Rico. Let's have fun here. So listen, I like the Panthers. Listen, I think Frank Wright went to the right situation because I think. The owner, David Tepper, is uh, he's more richer than obviously than Jim Irsay, in my mm-hmm. opinion, because they're, the, the Panthers are making a great staff. By the way, I love their staff. I like what the Panthers are building. I like those receivers that 
they get they're giving Bryce Song. My hot take is not even a hot take. Bryce Song might be the best quarterback in the NFC South, and the Panthers can potentially win this division. Rico, they can. That's not even too hot of a take because that division is god awful. So I wouldn't even be mad if that happened because obviously you you look at the division as a whole. You got you know the Bucks, the Saints, the Panthers, and um, who was the other team? The Saints. Bucks, Saints, Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Falcons, Falcons. Yeah, like I I, I wouldn't be surprised to say that Bright. Okay, I don't. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I I would love to sit here and say, oh yeah, Bryce is the best quarterback in the division. But I feel like to me, it's still going to be Derek Carr. I mean, mm. he's a veteran in that division, obviously. Yeah, that, that was um, that's where my head's at. I'm, I'm, so my I, head I kinda, is picking. My head is picking the Saints. But you know what? We'll, 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 go go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. But yeah, I, I feel as though, like I said, that somebody has to win, has to win that division. Like that's a playoff spot, obviously. So you never really know what's going to happen. I don't have any faith in Kansas Kansas City, uh, Tampa Bay, um, with. Uh, Baker and who knows what Atlanta's going to do. Obviously, they drafted Bijan, so they're looking to ride it out with Desmond Ritter, and hopefully, he can help get um, Drake London and Kyle Pitts going. Who's I feel like we need to put out an all an APB for Kyle because uh, that man hasn't really shown up the last couple of years. So hopefully, he can kind of produce. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Carolina Panthers make a run and win a division and lock up a playoff spot. I would be happy for it. When I'm sitting here thinking that Bryce is doing great things. And that he might be in a position to win rookie of the year. Like I said, just me speculating. But um, if Carolina does win, I wouldn't be too surprised. But I know a lot of people might be because it's like, oh, wow. The, they got led to the division title by a rookie quarterback. So it's like from Alabama. So there you go. Yes. So, Rico, let's, let's, have, let's play a game here because, because I like to do this game early. Now, this is not my official picks yet, but – I'll make my official picks most likely in July or August, most likely. So let's do our early division picks right now. So let's have fun with that. So the NFC South. Now, I'm with you. I'm leaning towards the Saints. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm going Panthers, Saints, Falcons, Bucks. What do you got Mm -hmm. in order? Uh, For that division, uh... it's tough. I, I'm a, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take New Orleans one. I, I just, just because I feel like just Derek Carr is gonna do something miraculous, quote unquote, to lead them into that division title. So I'm gonna give the Saints one, the Panthers two, Bucks will finish third, and the Falcons will be fourth because I I don't have too much faith in them. They might be the worst team in the league, and they might be in the running for Caleb Williams next year in the draft. So who knows? But yeah, that's my oh that. I would love Caleb to go to the Falcons. That would be a great. <laughs> that would be great for the Falcons. Anyways, um. NFC East, that's just easy. Philadelphia. Uh, now, after that's going to be interesting. I got Commander. Let's go, Eric Bianami. I'm supporting this man. Eric Bianami is the OC. So I got the Panthers second, three Cowboys, four are the Giants. What's your order in that division? Uh, I'll take Philly one, obviously. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and take the Giants second. Don't ask me why. I just feel like the Giants are going to make somewhat of a push next year. Fine, they might. They might be. They might be a little bit better. Dallas will be third, and the Commanders will be fourth. I, I say the Commanders are fourth just because they're rolling out with Sam Howell. I don't really know what he's going to be like next year, but I understand Eric Bieniemy is going to be going over there and trying to help, like, stir that offense in a better position, but that's just kind of how I feel, so. All right. NFC North, Lions, second. Second is the Bears. Let's go Justin Fields. Three, the Vikings, and four, the Packers. It's tough. Well, yeah. Lions one. Yes. 
I'm gonna say the Packers two, Minnesota three. Okay, Chicago you give Jordan Love some love. Second, I'm, okay. I'm gonna give Jordan Love his props. I feel like he's gonna do great things. So I'm gonna say the Packers are gonna finish second. The Vikings are gonna finish third. The Bears fourth. I'm, I'm gonna say this about the Vikings. They had they were 11 and one in one score games last year. That one loss being in the playoffs to the Giants. They're not gonna have that same type of season. I feel like people are gonna have them figured out. I don't believe the hype in Kirk Cousins. Everybody's like, oh, we're on the Kirk Cousins bandwagon. I was like, I'm gonna need y'all to stop it. Because primetime Kirk Cousins is not going to be be there nope. like every day. Like, but you know, but I will way. say I will say this, Rico. I'm supporting Brian Flores. Because God bless him for, for just fixing that defense. God bless yeah. him because that's not going to be his fault. But Lord have mercy, Brian Flores. I'm rooting for you, my man. I'm rooting for you. Um, Thanks. NFC West. Now I, I'm not mad at you for picking Seattle for number one. I don't blame you because I think it's going to be a battle between Seattle and San Francisco for me. I'm going to go buys win healthy. San Francisco, Seattle, Rams, Cardinals. I'd actually go the same way. I feel like that 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 um gap for that one and two spot in the NFC West is gonna be a little bit closer than people think. So I will give the nod to San Francisco. Seattle will be two, Rams three, uh Cardinals will be four. I they're gonna be like I feel bad for the Cardinals because uh Colin Murray is gonna be out for at least the first half of the season. There's no telling what that team is gonna be doing, what they're gonna look like, how they're gonna produce. And mm-hmm. like, he's not their quarterback. I don't know what they're gonna do. Um I don't see them putting up, you know many wins early on in the season and they might elect to not even bring Kyler Murray back at some point, depending on where they're at, you know, later on in the season, they might just shut him down and not even worry about it. I don't know if he'd want to do that, but that's just kind of how I see it playing out. But yep. Yeah. 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 And by the way, Rico, their Cardinals are a mess anyway. They're the, the owners a mess and they're just, they're just a mess. I mean, no one, no one wants to play for them anyway. Ask Peter Baker that. Uh, and I'll judge Hopkins. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Um, anyways, um, so the AFC, let's go to AFC. AFC North, be careful here. So, by the way, Cleveland Browns fans, I got you guys last. I mean, listen, I like Deshaun, but <laughs> I, I'm not really, I'm not really a fan of Stefanski. I'm not really. So I think he's gonna get fired. So for me, I go Ravens one, two Bengals, three Steelers, and four. Um, I'm going Browns. Which, by the way, would I be shocked if the Steelers are two? No, because let's face it. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. This man, Mike Tomlin, has a winning season every year. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I. <sighs> How Mike Tomlin got a nine win, nine wins out of this team last year is beyond me. I I don't know how that man did it. He's he's got some voodoo magic or something working in Pittsburgh, but that man is a legend. Um, I'm gonna say it's tough. It's tough. Those top two teams is gonna be hard. Um, I'm gonna say Cincinnati one, Baltimore two. I understand Lamar got his bag, but I feel like they're gonna still finish second. Pittsburgh three, Cleveland four. Again, I don't think that I would be shocked if Pittsburgh finished second mm. because of how they drafted this year. But, you know, that that's that's kind of where I see it. So, All right. Now, this is going to be tough. AFC South. Well, obviously, listen, if you got Jacksonville, I don't blame you. But I'm going to give a hot take here. Houston, Texas winning the division. Let's go. Two. Whew. I'm going to go with, yes, sir. I'm going Jaguars. Three. I'm going Coach. Four. I'm going Oh fuck! I mean, it's I, 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 <laughs> if I put the Tennessee, see, ten, you see, and then watch me put Tennessee four and watch them be number two or number three. See, see I like Rabel, but to see the thing, I like the running back. It's just those receivers. I like Trevon Burks, but the question is going to be, do the quarterback have enough receivers to win to win those games? So I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. So the question will be no. And Butch, by the way, we'll leave this. Good luck to you. I hope you do well. I don't root, root for failure, so we'll leave. I hope you prove everybody wrong. That you were you were worthy in, in the first round. So, which who's your pick for the AFC South? Because I think the Texans are going to surprise people. I really do. And shout out to C.J. Stroud. I'm rooting for this man because people 
are not high in this man because you know why you know you know why Rico because he played for Ohio State. <laughs> um yeah, I don't I don't know what people's thought process is behind that, but uh I, I'm I'm gonna still say Jacksonville's gonna be number one. They got Trevor Lawrence. Um I feel like he's a lot better than people give him credit for. I will give him his props and you know, you know I understand he he played at Clemson and then he beat my 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 Chargers in the playoffs. So I'm obviously a little bit salty, but I still have to give credit, <laughs> credit is due. So um I'm gonna give him his props. The the Jaguars will finish one. I will say I was say Houston will finish second. Don't 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 hey, ask me why, but I feel like CJ Stroud is gonna be good. Demico Ryan's has these this team going in a good direction in his first year. He got his defensive uh, blue chip player in Will Anderson, so he's going to be the leader of that defense going forward. Um, I feel like they're going to be doing some great things. They're not going to necessarily win a lot of games, but I feel like they're going to do enough to finish second. Um, in the third, I like what Anthony Richardson is going to be able to do. Shane Steichen is going to be a beast. Yes, sir. Preach about it. With that, with that quarterback, obviously what he did with Jalen. And then Tennessee is going to finish fourth. I, I just – Again, the whole Tannehill situation, what are they going to do with uh, Derrick Henry? Is he going to get traded? Their O-line hasn't been the best in the world. They don't have a legit number one receiver. No, so, they don't. Yeah, that, that's where I see it. No, that's, 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 that's completely – and Tennessee Titans fan, if you're wrong, we're wrong. Because yeah. not everybody's perfect with these picks, okay? All right, sorry. Sorry, we apologize. Anyways, um, the AFC East. Now, uh, listen, if you got Buffalo number one, I feel you. But fucking, I'm, 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 I'm going to change it. Because I'm gonna go, go New York, go New York. The Jets, Jets, J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets are number one. Two are the Bills. Three is gonna be when healthy. Nothing on wood. Miami and four are gonna be the Patriots. Uh, give me the Bills at one. Jets at two. Dolphins three. Uh, Patriots four. Mm. It's I, I love Bill Belichick, but I feel like he's coming up on the end of the line at the time as a head coach of the Patriots. Um. Hot take. This might be his last year. Um, Ooh, just okay. putting this out there. I, I, again, it's a hot take. I don't know for sure, but I feel like if he doesn't do anything this year, he might be done. He's either going to get relieved of his duties or he's going to call it quits. So, um, yeah. And again, I like Buffalo. I still think they're going to be the team to beat. If the Jets win it, I wouldn't be surprised. If Miami wins it, I wouldn't be surprised. But I feel like until you beat them, that's where I stand. The Jets are going to be second. The Bills are first. The Dolphins are third. And Patriots are going to be finishing last. Yep. All right. So the AFC West. Well, this is going to be easy. Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, and then the Raiders. I'm, I'm going to start from the bottom up. I'm going to start from the bottom up just because I want to I want to do a little bit of this one. Okay. Uh, I think the Broncos hmm, – I, I wanted to put the Broncos last, but, again, they're one of those teams that had a, 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 a sweltering defense last year. Um. Give me the Raiders fourth. Why not? Uh, I like Jimmy G. I like Devontae Adams. But they lost Darren Waller. Um, I understand they still got Josh Jacobs on the tag. Uh, Hunter Renfro may not necessarily be the same next year, so who knows with that. And I just – I'm not a big fan of the Raiders. I'm just a Rogers fan. That's kind of how it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Broncos, I'm going to give them third place. They got Sean Payton. Um, Russ may be cooking this year. Broncos country, are y'all going to ride into the playoffs or ride off into the sunset? Who knows? Um Second, I will. Hmm. <laughs> listen, I'm okay this? with you. Listen, if you pick Chargers number one, that's not crazy. Uh, I think we're gonna do it this year. I'm gonna get the Chiefs two, and I'm gonna put my Chargers. Oh, right, here we go. That's, that's ding, how ding, I feel. Ding, 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 I, I feel ding, ding. like it's gonna happen. This will be the year that we actually make it a point to win the division. 
if we get if we make a run, it's got to be on top of the division. I feel like this is gonna be a year. Um, I feel like they're gonna make a run to to the Super Bowl in in Vegas, and it, it starts with us winning the division. I, I will even go a step further and say I know we had eleven wins last year. Um, I say we get thirteen wins. I'll say this: You're playing Vegas. The Vegas odds say- have us at nine and a half. I'm I'm going over and I'm taking thirteen. So, okay, all right. That's not crazy to say. So, hey, all right, all right. So, hey, let's do the hey, let's do the uh, wild card. So, this is gonna be tough. Fuck. Well, I definitely have you guys definitely in there. So, I'm not going in order. So, Chargers, um, Bengals are definitely there, and the Bills. God Almighty, the AFC stacks. And you see who I left out? Fuck. <laughs> It's tough. I mean, that's the, that's the, the, you still got four spots left, so you got another division winner than the wild card spot. So, go ahead. Um, top to bottom, no particular order. Chargers, Bengals, Bills, Jags. I'm gonna put the Jets in there. I'm gonna put the Ravens in there. Oh god, this last one's gonna be it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Um, give me Pittsburgh. Why not? Give me Pittsburgh. Ooh, give me Pittsburgh. Ooh, so you're gonna have the AFC North is gonna have three teams. AFC North is gonna have three teams. Um, okay. So I, you like I, Cleveland? So you, do you have a, do you have a message for Cleveland fans? Because you know what Cleveland fans say on spaces, right? We're not a fan of Lamar Jackson, and guess what? If Deshaun gets in the playoffs, we might go far. Cleveland Browns fans, I love y'all. Some of y'all, um, but I don't see y'all making a run. Like one of my best, one of my brothers is like a a, a, a diehard Browns fan. He's not a fan of Deshaun Watson, but he's a diehard Browns fan. But I, I don't see it. I just don't. I mean, Me either. You got Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow in this division as one two. And Kenny Pickett might be making a a, a, a second year leap. So who knows? And, I'll say and, this. I'll say this. You're right. But a lot of Steelers fans that I talk to, they don't like their old team, Matt Canada. And Matt Canada might be in the hot seat this year. Mm. Yeah, that is true. That is true. A lot of people are talking about that. So, so yeah. Um, so, wild cards for the NFC. Well, that's going to be obvious. It's going to be Seattle for me. Oh, fuck. This is going to be – the other two is going to be tough. Oh, um, I'm going to say oh, – man. I have – well, the Saints don't make it. I got the I got, I got Saints second will be the wild card. And do I have the Cowboys in it? Do I have mm. – well, since I have the Commanders second in the division, I might have the Commanders making the playoffs. So, they'll be my third one. Who do you got in the NFC? Uh, NFC wild cards. Um, Seahawks. Uh, I got to show them the love. I'm going to give love to the Seahawks. Uh out of the hmm. damn, why why is this tough right now? Like I'm trying to look at all the divisions right now. That's um, what I'm saying. <laughs> Seahawks, the uh, the Giants, and hmm. Do I pick and Dallas? That we'll go that route. We'll go. Okay, Seahawks, okay, okay, Giants, okay, okay. Dallas. okay. Coach of the year. I'm gonna go get into Demico Ryan's. Hmm. Coach of the year, uh, this is so tough to be making them. Like I said, we don't really have any thought process. Uh, I will. Oh, Jesus Christ, this is 
insanity at its finest. Oh, we'll say in the NFC South, Shane Steichen. I feel like he's gonna do a lot better okay, than okay. the Colts. So yeah. All right, shout out, shout out to my boy Chris. He does the Chris He does the Colts content. Colts content, by the way. Um, anyways, um, let's go rookie of the year. I'm gonna go Bryce Young. Let's go. Uh, I want to. I want to be a homer. Screw it. I'm, doing it. I'm, I'm doing it. Bryce Young. I don't care. Bryce hey, Young. Hey, I, and, and, and then defensive player of the year, uh, rookie of the year, I'll go. I'll go. Will. I'm. I'm just. Yeah. Bam. Bam on both sides. Why not? <laughs> Rick, you stole my pick. <laughs> damn it. Uh, I'm the same way too, damn it. Will Anderson too. Uh, man, you're thinking you, you were thinking I was thinking. Now, okay. MV okay, this is I'm gonna be hard on you for this one. What about the MVP? Not this could be well, this could be Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, uh Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, obviously, and, and Lamar Jackson. So you know what? Fuck it. I think Lamar's gonna be so fucking pissed off. I think it's either gonna be Jalen or Lamar, but you know what? I think I I you know what? I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be Jalen, man. This Eagles team is so fucking good. But you know what? I'm going to go Lamar Jackson. He's, he's hearing a noise. He's got receivers finally. I think it went healthy. That Ravens offense is going to be special. Let's go Lamar fucking Jackson. And people are going to put some respect. I just said, I got Lamar. Who do you got, my friend? And listen, if you have Justin Herbert, see, ESPN had Joe Burrow crying out, loud, crying out loud already. So if you have Justin Herbert – Rico, I don't mind that because that's very possible. But if you yeah. had to bet your money, if you had to bet your money, so if I'm, I'm like, I'm like Rico, if you have to bet your money to win the to win the MVP, who do you got? I feel like it's gonna come down to the two guys who were in the Super Bowl last year. Um, as much as I love Herbo, um, I I feel as though it's gonna be a two man race. Like Herbert's gonna be in it, but I feel like it's gonna come down to one of those two guys. And if I had to pick. Why not? Why not? Why not go Jalen? Um, I feel like he he's got his money, but at the same time, he's gonna continue to work hard and prove that he him going to the Super Bowl last year was not a fluke. So give me Jalen. I will say Jalen will win MVP next year. Mm, who do you think is gonna win Comeback Player of the Year? I'm you know what, fuck, uh, Brees Hall. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, oof. See, I'm trying to think about guys that like had some some down years and just too, weren't yeah. in the best positions and stuff like that. I I, I think it's hard. I, I don't want to say a rookie from last year because I know he was he was a rookie, but I don't know how much of the conversation he's going to be. Rico, I, I can help you. How? What about JC Jackson? Mm. Mm. Depending on what he has to play well, I feel like he has to play pretty well um, to be in that position. Uh huh. And it, it also depends on when he gets back. If he's able to play week one, then great. But if not, then I, I don't know. Uh, damn. Um, I don't know. Like, comeback lady is a tough one because it is, it is. think about, like, it's always about narratives and storylines and who's going to be doing this, who didn't do this last year, all that stuff, things of that nature. Um. I don't know. I, I really don't. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll screw it. I'll say JC right now just because that's the only one of one of only ones I can think of with the stipulation that I have the right to change that pick. But I, I will yeah. say JC Jackson for right now just because. Okay, right. since you're a Charger fan, and I said it was on my podcast, what about Chiefs fan? By the way, shout out to my boy Charles. By the way, 
let me ask you this. Now, obviously, I think Andy Reid's going to retire when Patrick Mahomes retired. Let's be real. So, so how many Super Bowls do you think Mahomes will finish winning? So, obviously, I believe he has two, right? I, is that yeah. Two? Yeah, two, yeah. He will finish with how many rings? To me, I mean, everybody is saying he's going to pass Brady. I doubt that. I mean, is it possible? Maybe. But I doubt that. I think he's going to end up with either five or four. I'm thinking this is bold. Five, yeah, five, yeah. I think five is a good one. Um, nothing against him. He's already got two. I feel like he's got, you know, the stature to make a run and get three more. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he's gonna get to a, a few more, but he may lose more than he's been in. Well, no, 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 no. He's not gonna lose more, but he's gonna lose a couple in that same uh, time span. But I feel like with him, he's gonna have a chance to get five rings. Um, go down as one of the best quarterbacks in Chiefs history and just obviously one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So I will say he ends up with five with the possibility to get six. Mm-hmm. So, so, Rico, before we end here, do you have, did you have any sleepers in this draft people should watch, watch out for for this year, for this year's NFL, NFL season? Which, by the way, ne- the NFL schedule is com- coming next week. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. But go ahead. Yes. Um, schedule release is always a great time of year because then I get to start planning which games I hopefully get to go to. So, <laughs> um, sleepers in this year's draft. Uh, I want to say I, I'll give a couple just because I'm not I'm, I'm trying to go over the draft in my head. Um, my boy Tui Tua Pelotu. Out of USC, they got drafted to the Chargers. I'm going to give him, like, some some props. He went in the second round. Obviously, he had a tendency to go to the first round as well. So, I will give him props as well. He's going to be doing well on the edge. Um, Joey Porter Jr., obviously, the man should have gone in the first round. Don't know why he didn't, but he's now going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's going to be playing like a madman on fire, mm-hmm. um, yeah, as he should, because, you know, the fact that he got passed over for the first round is, is, is a travesty in itself. Um let's let's see let's see let's see um darnell washington might be a sleeper for pittsburgh he landed in the fourth round um Mm -hmm. obviously he is a behemoth of a man at at the tight end position but he is great in run blocking as well Mm -hmm. and i feel like he's going to give kenny pickett another target to go with uh, pat firemuth in the red zone so that's Mm going to be key for them and um Obviously, this isn't a sleeper, but Christian Gonzalez, four, uh, I think he fell 17th. I don't know Christian how he fell that far. I don't know. I People don't are, know. Teams but, are going to regret it. Yeah. Um, the fact that he fell that far is crazy. Don't don't be surprised if he balls the hell out and makes, uh, you know, an all-pro team or something like that. So. Yep. My sleepers are, well, we got our, uh, I think we got the next Justin Tucker. Shout out to, I know Niner fans are pissed off with that uh, pick, but I like the Jake Moody pick. At the end of the day, Niner fans, all the picks that we picked it are for depth. So stop crying. How about that? <laughs> um, but anyways, um, another one I like is Josh Downs, uh, the receiver mm. from North Carolina. He's going to be a good one for the coach, by the way. Shout out to the coach for drafting him. Um, and the other one I like, the receiver for uh, for the for the Panthers, for Bryce Young. Watch out for Wyatt. I think Wyatt's, Wyatt is going to be great for the Panthers. So that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, so hopefully everybody you know has a great season this year. Um, say for you, Rico, um, you can tell everybody your social media, everybody can follow you. This was episode 49. This was a great podcast. And, um, and yeah, go ahead to everybody, your social media, everybody can follow you, my man. 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm on social media, Twitter, uh, Rico Modern World, uh, R-I-C-O Modern World. You guys can follow me over there. I do a lot of sports content. Um, you'll be seeing me posting about stuff throughout the, the regular season and uh, coming up, as well as the playoffs with the NBA. Like I said, I got a space I do Monday nights. Uh, it's called Alter Backboard, 9 Eastern, 8 Central. So if you guys want to check that out, get your uh, NBA fix, you guys are more than welcome to. And uh, just a huge shout out to you, man, for bringing me on. And uh, like I said, if you guys want to check out anything else I got, you know, just follow me there. I also have a podcast page that I'm looking to get up and running. I haven't really had a chance to do anything with it yet. Um, we'll look for that as well. It's called the – it should be uh, the Dynamic One Sports. I'll, you know, share that on my Twitter feed as well if y'all want to look that out. But go ahead and check those out. I'll be getting my podcast up and running here relatively soon. So it should be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And shout out to, you know, Sports Affiliation, which is a group I'm a part of that does a lot of sports stuff. So. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, so you guys can follow me at Respectable Vink, and obviously my other account, Vince, V-I-N-C-E-S-A-I-Z, 824. Episode 50 will be next week uh, with, with my Texan friend. Uh, I got a Texan friend named uh, Brian. I'll be t- podcasting with him on this show, Texas Media Football Show. That will be episode 50, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and also my buddy, Dimitri, he's an Eagles fan as well, so I'm looking forward to that as well. So with that being said, Rico, thank you for your time. Have a good week, and uh, I appreciate you coming on the show, and we'll podcast again, my friend. Appreciate it, man. You have a good night. I appreciate you having me on, man. You too. Appreciate it. Thank you. Peace. Peace out.